listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's really cracking? What's really cracking? What's good, everybody? How y'all feeling this week? Y'all feeling good? Hope y'all feeling good? Hope y'all doing good? Give people a little time to check in and jump on this thing real quick. I know we got a few people that was uh, hitting me up saying they're going to be a few minutes late. So give people a little time to pop in and make sure I got everybody. I know we got about eight people in the room so far. We can get ready to talk about them W's and them L's. Let me talk about this real quick because it's something I've really been focusing on business wise. Um, and, you know, it's something that really, really hit me because I had a client that was, you know, I was talking to him about it. And I kind of did a short about it the other day because I found some stuff where I was kind of talking. But most importantly, it talks about the fact that, you know, when we sell our content, there's nothing tangible, right? So the more you can give a client, the more you can provide a client during the process, usually the more confident the client is in your ability to solve their problem. So I've been working on a lot of material beforehand to put in the client's hand, right? To kind of explain what the process is going to be. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's something that I did a while back that kind of paid off. I did it unknowingly working with a client who had an event, they had an itinerary and, and they provided an itinerary. And then I provided kind of an overlay uh, on that itinerary of where we will be, what we'll be doing, things like that. And the client really liked it. And it didn't dawn on me till later that it's something I should really be doing with every client. So I've been working on each, each service that we offer on something to provide the client beforehand to kind of walk them through the process whether it be a PDF form or actually printable um, document that I hand the client, something preferably tangible that they can touch and understand what the process is going to be um, while working with us. Now, my proposal goes through that process, but I want to kind of create something that's more customized to um, the client's project. So I'll give you an example. You know, training videos is something we do a lot of. Right. I would like to provide them with something tangible that they can hold and look and see what the steps are. What's next? What's going to happen? Um, because this is something that content creators just don't do. So something that will take me no time to create. And once I get the format down or get the get the system down and I can implement it into my process, I may even go on Fiverr and have somebody make it look better, design it to look all nice, a nice brochure style feel so that when I do business with clients and they're getting ready to pay the, and I, I'm going to tell you, um, let me say this real quick because I'm about to say it, but let me say this before I say that. There's a time I like to present these items to my client and that's right before the non-refundable retainer because it makes them so comfortable with paying whatever they're going to pay now that they have a roadmap and they understand what's going to happen, what day are we expected to meet about updates, what what to do if they have problems, what to do if things change, how much time we need to edit, how much time they have for revisions and review. So I think it's important that, 
and I'm just kind of putting this nugget out there as I develop it, that you guys start to think like that about your client. What can I provide my client with that is tangible or can be tangible, can be printable that the client, because you don't want the client walking around with my proposal all day. My proposal is like 20 pages. It's not small because my proposal got my story. It got my budget. It got uh, video testimonials. It has every contract depending on the type of job. Sometimes it's multiple contracts. I don't want them walking around with that. That is for them to present internally. I want to create something that they can look at and say, okay, this is our calendar. This is what to expect. So it's something that I'm, I'm really considering and really working on. Um, because when I have presented those items, everybody I presented them to were just blown away. And my goal is always to, to put stuff out to blow clients away. I'm always trying to, uh, under promise and over deliver. So this is an area that I really think would be beneficial to, uh, you know, to, to closing deals and closing, closing clients, especially if you can present it when they're, I'm not gonna say they're on the fence, but I like to present it right before I ask for the sale or assume the sale. This is our calendar. This is what we're going to do. Even on the calendar, it's going to say paid and non-refundable retainer because I'm going to assume that that's what they're doing. And then I'm going to, you know, lay it in front of them and say, hey, this is the day I had in mind for shoot date based off the, based off what we said. Does that work for you? They say yes. That's pretty much saying yes to my non-refundable retainer. So I like to assume the sale. And if I have something tangible that I can lay in front of them, it will make things a lot better. And again, the bigger the client, uh, you know, the better. So Rodney says, do I give it to him personally or email it? I prefer to give it to him personally. So I may bring it up in our, our initial meeting to go over the proposal. So again, the way I do it is once I have my initial phone call with you, I set up my second phone call for the proposal. During that proposal, I like to present it. And then on the shoot day, I like to bring it and hand it to a client. They may print it out. They may want it. But I like to just hand it to a client. That's that's my goal of going back to a time where we actually uh, handed it. Um, Victor had a question. Are you, are you essentially making sure that they actually read the timeline? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if they don't. If I put it in your hand and you don't read it, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? I can say refer back to it, but if I put it in your hand and you don't read it, what else? What else can I do? You know what I'm saying? My hair light, my hair light ain't popping today. It's all good. It's popping a little bit when I lean back. So, so that's the goal. Um, it's just something else. Just something that t takes nothing. That takes no time. That sets you apart from your competitor. Um, that sets you apart, that makes it easier for clients who've never done business with you or a company like yours to feel comfortable and confident. And it's little things that even if they move on from you, they get to the next guy and they don't get it, they may come back to you. Um, it's another thing that makes you feel reassuringly expensive, right? It's, a, it's another thing that people say, ah, I get why the price is what it is. They got their stuff together. This is what they do. This is what they provide. I'm okay with that. So, you know, we can't cut corners on what we provide, the level of customer service we provide, the level of knowledge about the industry we provide and still want to make, you know, top dollar. You got you to know your stuff to make top dollar. It is doable. It is possible. 
But again, if the client needs to teach you about their industry, if the client needs to show you about what they do, you will never be the top guy. If you can't walk in and know exactly what's going on, if you can't walk in an emergency room or a surgery, walk in the middle of a surgery and point out every piece of tool and utensil in that table and understand what the what the you know numbers are on the machine that's beeping, you will never get hired by a company like that. You need to be able to walk in and understand what's going on. Um, imagine somebody trying to sell you a lens and they don't know how to use a the camera. They don't know why autofocus is important. They don't know about fringing on the end of the glass. They don't know about, you know, bad spots in the glass. They don't know about dust in the inside. They don't know about waterproof housing. They, they, how can they sell you something? How can they talk to you knowledgeably about something and they don't do it? So it's important that whatever your niche is, you know it that well. I'm not saying you need to, you know, be able to tell them how to pour concrete, but you need to understand the difference between different concretes if you're a home builder. You need to understand what's a foundation. You need to understand what, you know, the type of insulation they're using and why. You need to understand, you know, things like that. Get with a home inspector. Shoot, if you if you want to learn about homes, find a home inspector. Ask to shoot a video for him for free to learn to go with him on a few home inspections and and look at what he look at and learn from him because he'll tell you what's trash and what's not. He'll tell you what's dope and what's he's going to tell you all of that. So use your skill set to gain his skill set. He can use some social media content. He want to inspect more homes. He want content about them and learn about homes, learn about the stuff that he look at that's good, not good. And I, I've watched a few on TikTok because I never, you know, you don't you, you, you think you know what a home inspector does until you see them tear a, a house to shreds that you thought was a well. Like I thought the house was straight. And then they go through it and they're looking at little stuff like loose plugs and pipes that and you're like, man, I didn't even, I didn't see none of that. So, you know, I think that's a great place to learn about your craft so that when you do work with home builders, you can have an intelligent conversation. And there's no telling what that home inspector, who he may refer you to, because he worked with a certain amount of clientele that call him for all of their home sales. So if you're in real estate, that may be your key to getting more clients or keeping keeping your book full, keeping your calendar full. So look for people who are, I, I kind of call them gateway uh, positions that can help you learn more about your niche, meet more clients. Home inst- I, I, at one time, I had some friends, a lot of my friends were getting into real estate, and then a few of my friends were like, hey, I'm, I'm detouring. We going into home inspection. I'm like, why? Because it was like five to $800 per home inspection, and he was doing two and three a day. Everybody else going to be realtors, they can sell the house, but you can't sell it without an inspector. So I thought it was a great idea, but I never really looked into it until recently. TikTok, I started seeing a lot of videos, a lot of content created by home inspectors pointing out trash. And it's interesting. I think that if you are in real estate, these things can really, really help you. And depending on whatever your niche is, there, you know, there are people and places you can learn about that niche so that when you walk in and you're working with a client, you're knowledgeable. And they don't have to explain to you why they need to do X, Y, and Z. 
They don't have to explain to you the basics, but maybe you can enlighten them on ideas and things that you've seen. So if you can, if you can walk into a, a client's office and prove to them without being cocky or, you know, being arrogant that you know your stuff, you'll have a much greater chance at closing that sale. And you have a much greater chance at being expensive and closing that sale. If the days of, uh, we can, I guess we can film that. If you know what you want, we can film it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Them days over with. The days of somebody explaining why they need a video and you trying to put together the idea that they have in their head, those days are over with. You will never be a high-end content creator with painting a picture that your client is describing. You have to solve the problem. You have to listen to their problem and have great feedback based off your experience on what should take place. That's great. You, you, you're telling me that you have this problem, that problem, and this problem. I know you said you wanted a video panning, showing, you know, the lobby, but that's, you know, based on our experience, we've learned that having people who have used your service before speak highly of it has, has had better results than, than just showing your location. These are the type of conversations you should be having with your client and not, okay, we can shoot that. We can shoot that. We can shoot that. Yeah. We just, you know, we, we, we can just, uh, we can get a drone and make it look good. When a client talk about making stuff look good, I always go to how effective do you want it to be? When clients talk prettiness, I talk purpose and results. So, and I tell a client, I've told plenty of clients straight up, listen, you're telling me this is the problem. You're also telling me you want it to look like this. Now, client, I can do one or the other, but I need to know which is most important to you. If it's important to you that it looks good, I can do that. But if your goal is to solve the problem, this is the solution that I provide. You need to grab the, 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 the situation by the horns and steer it in a direction based off of your experience. And if you're not doing that, you're probably not expensive. You're probably taking what they give you, a couple hundred dollars. I've not had a job over $5,000 where I have not grabbed, grabbed the situation by the horns and took it in a direction that it needed to go to get the results the client wanted. That's when clients are willing to pay more. If they got to figure it out, they're not going to pay a lot of money to, to get their idea created. They're, not, they're just not going to pay a lot of money because they don't know if it worked. They, don't, they have no experience they have no guideline they have no track record of seeing their idea work they know other companies have done it and they think it may work that's completely different than you saying this is what we do we know what works let us do it i'll pay extra for that so these are things you know as as content creators again i know i push problem solving a lot because it's something we overlook in our sales process and we lose a lot of sales because we don't present the, the the solution. We just present content for a price. You need video, I got video. I don't, I don't, I, I kill that conversation every time. What's the problem? I know you want a video for X, Y, and Z, but help me understand the problem. Because I've gotten six, eight, ten, two years worth of work out of a client because we needed 12 videos to solve this problem. We actually needed it. It wasn't that I'm trying to gouge you or stick you for your bread. 
you know, you think a 30 second video going to solve this problem until I ask you, who is the audience? And you give me six different people who speak two different languages. Well, how can we use one video to reach English speakers, Spanish speakers, young people, old people? How can we use one video to do that? This is what I suggest. So, so feel free to, to ask those questions and, and, and provide those answers. Um, Craig said, do you, do you, uh, like to sell a set of number of hours beforehand, or do you prefer to bill for everything after the consultation work? So it depends on how big the job is. I'll give you an example. I've had um, consultant work where they needed me to come in and do a walkthrough of their office and tell them what equipment they needed. Well, I can do that beforehand. Um, I've had um, consultant jobs where it was that initial time plus ongoing, you know, hey, we need to meet with you. We're going to take you. I always prefer multiple because we're going to take your advice. I'm going to give you homework. You're going to finish the homework. You're going to bring it back to me. I'm going to check over it. So it just depends the scale of the project. Um, I've had companies do one-time deal, and they're like, we'll call you back when we need you. Cool. It's cheaper if we set up a long-term deal. So I'm going subscription-based at that point. That's just that's just me personally. Anytime. Um, so, yeah. So let's talk about who got W's, who got L's. Let me see make sure I got all the questions. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Got all the questions. Bet. All right. Who got W's? And who got L's? Bring it. Everybody winning this week? Everybody getting W's? Okay. Or y'all mic broke. Go for it, Razzin. You on your hand up first. Go for it. You muted right now, though, bro. Yeah, so nothing uh, earth-shattering, but uh, all, all of my clients I had that I talked to y'all about last week came through, so made a little over a thousand okay. bucks for the week. Uh, nothing. I'm not hitting home runs like y'all major hitters, but... Hey, man, uh, a base hit is is a base... Hey, you on, you on base. Don't... Don't don't uh don't lowball that rack, man. That rack is is where it's at. So that's my just my little W. All of my clients came through and didn't uh, my uh one of them I thought was gonna flake on me. They called me and say, Hey man, I uh, uh so I was like, oh in my head, I'm like, oh Lord, it's like, nah, we good. I just gotta push it back a a, a couple of about 30 minutes. So I was like, Phew. but yeah, all of my clients came through, got paid, um, you know, did the Non-refundable retainer, mm-hmm. like you said, and my proposals and everything. So just want to get my little W for the week. I like that. Don't, don't, you know, it, it take a lot of people some time to get up to a thousand dollar week. Don't that that's still a good week. It ain't gotta be, you know, two hundred thousand. We gotta start, you know, you start at a thousand and you start doubling it and doubling it and doubling it. So that's where you wanna be. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Put the thing is, you got paid to do what you love this week. Period. You got paid to do what you love this week. You got paid to use your gear. You got paid to, you got an extra thousand dollars to invest in your business and invest in your bills, invest in, you know, whatever you need to do while, while loving life. So it's, it's a good thing. Uh, who up next? Zach, go for it, bro. Hey, what's good. What's good. Can you hear me? Oh yeah. Loud and clear. 
All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. So right, I have a little bit of a win just now. And actually, it's a layup. Um, so before I got into doing like like video content for attorneys, um, I was doing something for uh, I was doing funerals, mm-hmm. you know, and that that was okay. But it was it was a long story, so I kind of got out of it. And then just recently, I went the place where I got my T-shirts made at. The girl, she was like the girl printing them was like really impressed by. You know, the quality and like the, the the amount of thought that I'm putting behind my T-shirts, my cards and my pens and everything else. So she wound up referring me to this woman that needed um to get um she needed to, 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 to having a funeral. So she just asked me to you know, do her funeral. But the, the, the W was is mainly because she seen how professional I was treating my business and she referred me to someone else. You know what I'm saying? So even though it's kind of outside of what my skill set is, you know, I mean, I did funerals before, but, it, you know, I just appreciated the fact that she's seen all that and that people really took notice of that. that, 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 that the, the last part broke up after you said notice? Yeah, no, I was just saying, like, my fault. I was just saying I appreciated the fact that people really took notice of you know, the, 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 the detail that we put in into the work, you know, cause that, that's how I got it. Cause I don't even have no, 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 I don't even have no, no pictures or nothing really no videos for me doing funeral work, but she was impressed by how the shirts look and how the business cards match and everything else. And I remember you said something like, you know, we all got something, we all got like pretty much the same skill set, but the thing that's separating us is our, our, our business acumen. So, um, yeah, that, is when it came to giving her a price, I kind of wavered a little bit. Yeah, I said what I said and shut my mouth and didn't go any further, but I felt like I could have hit her for a little bit more. But again, this is not necessarily my skill set. So like how you just said, I'm going to get paid to learn this week. You know what I'm saying? And that's... So, you know, I'm... The the thing, two things you said in there, that's that's great. One is... It, it takes time and confidence for you to say the price you really want. You know what I'm saying? It takes right. time. You got to practice it. Two is right. One thing is really important. One thing is really important. You got you got to realize this. A lot of a majority of your competition are starving artists who half assing this, who just like yeah, I got a camera. Ninety five percent of the people right. you run across are like that. Right. People take your business serious when you take your business serious. I meet so many entrepreneurs that don't even know what they're doing. They're just entrepreneurs because they want to hustle. But when you start taking it serious, people start taking you serious. So everything, that's why I I say with every aspect, and that's just, imagine, you you just did shirts. What happened when you do website? What happened when you do, you know what I'm saying, your clipboards and your logo everywhere? Like it just, it continues to grow from there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. so, so once you take you once you take your business serious, you're gonna notice everybody around you, or at least the people you approach will start to take it serious. And then, you know, with a serious business comes serious checks. I, no, no, that's 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 real. You know what I'm saying? I can almost assure you uh, uh, you know, a lot of guys checks would have been a lot bigger had they presented a more professional mm. business. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like when you buy a car, think about it. When you buy a car, you spend more money at a new car lot than you do at a B or a C lot because the new car lot looks more presentable. It looks more professional. You know, the showroom look better. They got free water. They got a nice couch to sit on. You are okay signing over for a $70,000, $80,000 car. 
If you go to a B lot, it's run down. The sales rep look uh, look a little greasy. You know what I'm saying? Like, they right. look a little shady. You don't want to pay as much. You just don't feel, subconsciously, you don't feel comfortable paying as much. A lot of guy, a lot of cats with cameras are that sleazy B lot, and they don't realize it. They think just because I've been right. doing this for eight <laughs> years, I'm supposed to get the money. Nah, that's why right. you see. You, you, that's why you see companies like McDonald's spend millions on locations to sell one dollar burgers. The locations are oh. mil, they spend millions in this location. I mean, it's beautiful. They got a whole playground out front. They got glass and a drive-through. They spend millions on a location to sell you a $1 burger. On the flip side, a lot of people in our industry don't want to spend $50 on a shirt, but want to sell you a $1,000 video. No, nah, I don't work like right. that. You know what I'm saying? So keep investing in, the, in, in your appearance and your professionalism. It will all pay off. Um, it, it, it definitely, that was one of the things that really clicked for me is when I started you know, having my team in uniforms, when I started, you know, making sure our logo was on everything, even from your email address, like coming from a Gmail to a regular, right. you know, all of that stuff matter. It, you got to look the part. You you can, you know what I'm saying? We can't just want to get paid. You got to look like it. When you, if you got a Mexican restaurant, you, you got to walk in and see, like I said before, sombreros on the wall. I got to see guitars. I got to hear Mexican music. I got to hear the sizzle from the fajitas. I got to feel like I'm in Mexico. That makes them, even if the food ain't that great, subconsciously, it make me think that the food going to be good. So you, you, you got to cater to your audience and you got to invest in your appearance because your appearance is, is 45, 50% of your success. No, nah, man, that was, this was really good. This was confirmation, man, because I spent some good bread on these, you know, hoodies. I got hoodies. I got um, sweatshirts. I got, you know, stuff for man and female. So when I have the women work for me, you know what I'm saying? I even went as far as got it to be, you mentioned something about like, kind of like going with the theme and like taking advantage of what's around. So I went and got like pink hoodies of my logo made up, you know what I'm saying? In honor of like breast cancer and stuff like that. And then it kind of play all too, because when I got a female that's working for me, she could wear the pink hoodie, you know? Or even when I do events that's, you know, by, by for women, you know, it's like, I could rock that too. Like, I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it, the logo was pink. The hoodie not pink. I ain't wearing no pink hoodie. You know what I'm saying? The logo. <laughs> and th think about it like this. Think about it like this too. When, when I tell you guys, a lot of people say, well, I want t-shirts. I'm going to tell you why I stay away from t-shirts. Right. Think about it like this. Who look, who look more professional? A guy in a t-shirt or a guy in a polo? Right. And then let's take it the next step. I got long sleeve button-ups for my team as well. Whenever we want to do some, the next step above a, 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 a polo is a button up. Guess what's above right. that? The next step above a button up is a suit jacket. So, you you know what I'm saying? You, The guy with the t-shirt ain't making as much money as the guy with the suit jacket. It's obvious. If you see a guy in the t-shirt and a guy in the suit jacket, subconsciously you assume the suit jacket, the guy in the suit is making more money. He's of more value. Simply because of what he's wearing. That's just subconsciously. You just you just look at he can the guy in the t-shirt can be worth a billion dollars. If he in a t-shirt and this guy in the suit, you're going to be attracted to the guy in the suit thinking he is more professional. So think about that when you guys start, you know, putting your logo on stuff. Try to go with more of a higher-end look because somebody posted the camera. So somebody go go with a more higher-end look because it makes you look more luxurious. 
That's why we do, not only do we do polos, but we do a higher quality polo. We do the nylon outdoor sport polos because the material looks better than the regular cotton that after three washes and two, two irons, it started to look faded. You know what I'm saying? So think about that when you guys start buying uniforms. Think about, let me, let me get some higher end fabrics or higher end styles so we can look that, more, that much more professional. Um, cause I got, for me personally, I got, I got the white button ups and black button ups with my logo on it. I got our coats, our outdoor attire is, uh, is more of a, um, like a windbreaker style coat, but it's a, it's a three quarter length coat. I'm, I should go, I should go grab it. I'll show you guys, um, before we get off tonight, I'll go get it. It's in my closet, but it's a longer length gray coat for outdoor use. That's waterproof, but it looks, it looks like a. It looks like something maybe a newscaster would wear. It's something that's just more professional and comfortable. Um, and, and I try to make sure that whenever we put our brand on clothing, it's higher end clothing. It may cost me a little more per shirt, but when the, when the other guy come up and he got this old dingy gray T-shirt that say crew on the back and his logo on the front, it used to be black. It used to be a 2X and now it's an extra medium. And we have these high end um you know, nylon polo shirts that still look great, that don't wrinkle because they wrinkle free. I mean, who you who who look like money? People, we, you know what look you know what people look like money. You know you can look at somebody and be like, oh yeah. Even if you don't got a name brand on, you know somebody that look like money. And the goal is to always be neat, always be neat. I don't play that half tuck stuff. You got to be neat. You may not have the best clothes, but damn it, you're gonna be wrinkle free, and you're gonna be neat. You go and you gonna but, care about your appearance. Go for it. No, I was gonna say, but Ty, do you? Is it comfortable though? Because I I like to be on shoots comfortable, man. That's the only thing. So like, Absolutely. I used to want to get fly on shoots, but then it's like, man, I'm shooting eight hours. I'm sweating. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, think about it. I'm in Texas. I'm in Texas. Um, the pants that I wear, I don't. I'm. A- You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. tell you this one thing i learned in the military and anybody been in the military materials is is everything materials is everything i don't do cotton shirts these are the only shirts that i do are cotton i don't do cotton shirts in the south they stick to you they get hot i do more of a Mm -hmm. nylon blend so even my polos are more of a nylon blend in fact let me let me go grab some i want to show y'all let me go grab some give me two seconds talk among yourself let me go get them i'm gonna show you be right back Hey, can you guys hear me? Yep. Yo, Creighton, you here? Oh, uh, I am. Uh, Yo, so, Cray, Cray. I see two Crays. Uh, uh, you do, because I, I, I have my iPad, and then I have my computer going. That's Cray Cray. Yep. <laughs> Yo, bro, hey. I took your advice, man. I didn't get the Lolo. I didn't get the Yolo box. I want to just grab another. Um, I just grabbed a, a computer to go live stream, man. I just said, oh, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to spend all that bread. I, I mean, and for so limited, man. But yeah, I was looking at the pro, though. Uh, I was looking at the pro, the, the YOLO pro, but yeah. I'm already yeah, had but... the ATEM, so to grab something else, the, low, the YOLO box, I was too much. So I just grabbed the Maxis Pro just like a go online. So this is my YOLO box pro. And okay. I, I like the way that, the, and so. Ty, I, I like the way he puts it. 
this is a prosumer product. And it's, since you are since you're already in the ATEM system, I'd probably just stay there. But now this is nice because now I can just go live damn near anywhere. I, I need this and my, my little uh, uh, T-Mobile hotspot. That's all and plug in cam- and plug in cameras. So it's this is easy, uh, and, and that's really the big thing with it is. Uh, but now, if you're going to do something uh, bigger, where mobility is less of an issue, th- then yeah, I, I, I tell people go. I, I tell people go the the, the ATEM route. Uh, right. But I, with with what I'm trying to do, I, I, mobility is key because. It, all right, so let, let's say I'm doing an outside event, and we have and 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 a bad weather hits, and we have to and we have to take it inside. If I have this big, huge ATEM system that is just what's the, uh, that is just all wired up, and every, you you lose that mobility and you lose your speed, and so you know, like that to me is supremely important. And being able to have uh, somebody who doesn't need to be trained in OBS, trained in all these other things where they can like to just really like just turn it on and hit a button. That, that to me is huge. Um, I'm looking at some potential uh, going after some potential clients uh, with the live streaming and not going like bonkers expensive on it, but you know, I want to be able to have, three, five locations live at once. And I don't, and we can't have a lot of training involved because if, if we have to go that route, now all of a sudden I need to hire more people to be able to be on call who know what they're doing. And that's just adding layers of bureaucracy. Um, and I just, honest to God, I just don't want, but so it, it depends on what you're doing. Since you're already in the ATEM system, Right, you know, right. I'd probably yep. just stick with it. Oh, and so, if you got ATEM, I say I take ATEM all day. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's what I did. I just stuck with the ATEM since I was already kind of in the ecosystem. So I just mm-hmm. said, man, freak it, I'll just go ahead and just rock out with the ATEM, and I just okay. added a Mac to it. I needed a a, a pro. I needed a, a really dope computer anyway for graphic design. So it just worked itself out. I just did it. You know what I mean? That's it. So I, but I appreciate the insight though. I appreciate being able to go talk to you guys and get a, get the insight about what's what direction and going to. I mean, that, that, that's exactly what, what, what the group is about. So that way you don't have to wait till Wednesday. You know, right. like, it, it, if I have a, if I have a question, I, I, I want to hit, I, I want to hit it. I want to hit it fast. And right. there are some things, you know, like I know, you know, obviously Ty is going to be here, but you know, there, there's going to be different people in here and, 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 and if I have a question that I that I need to hear something more specific, but it's not right. quite enough where I need to like go call them, you know, right. uh, then you know that th- th- that that's the great thing about these accountability meetings, uh, right. Right. And, and that plus you get a whole bunch of people like I just hey you just saw how small and light my, uh, the Yellow Box Pro is, and bloop just carry it. Right. Uh, in fact, I have a uh, I have uh, one of these seahorse cases, and it's dedicated to that. And a couple other Ooh, things with it. Hey, Crichton. And, in fact, I got a video I got to do about a cage for the Yolo Box, bro. Uh, yeah, uh, Ty, you you have the other one. Hold on. So 
There's like two main cages for the yellow box. There's this one. Yeah, I got a, and then I, there's the one that Ty has. I got the metal one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, one and so what his his does his will clasp down yep. uh, on the different points to, to hold it in place. Uh, whereas, you know, again, I, I I went with what I felt worked best for me with mobility, and so this way here I can have, you know. What I'm kind of looking at now is if I'm out of state, but I but I want to keep some, uh, but my but my company gets jobs here in Texas. How can I get guys to be able to operate things? I need simple and I need easy. Yep. You know, especially if I'm not going to be there. Well, let me let me show you guys this real quick. So this is the jacket I got, right? Logo in it. My main top nice. color is gray. The reason I do gray. Uh, Cause I don't want to do black. Everybody and mama got black, and I do black pants. A lot of people got black pants. If I do black tops, I would do gray pants. A lot of people don't have gray pants. So this is my jacket, thin but very warm. It's a. I got this from uh, Queensboro. Logo on it. This is what me and the team wear. I love this jacket. It looks very professional. Right. That's one. Of course, y'all seen the gray shirts. You see this material? It's not cotton. This is a. What is it? A nylon polyester blend i don't know exactly but uh let's see 100 polyester i like this this keep you cool in the summertime i got this in multiple multiple colors um i also have them this is the white version same thing this just i call this my manager shirt you know what i'm saying you want to feel important you get your you make everybody else wear gray and you come in with white all the questions come to me um so that's that I have the button-ups. I have a short sleeve and I have a long sleeve button-up, all black button-up. My I got a I got black short sleeve, long sleeve. I got white short sleeve, long sleeve. Logo, button-up. This is more of a cotton. This is more of my fall attire. In fall, I'm wearing something like this. Or depending on what it is. If we're shooting a, you know, if we're shooting a ball, I don't want to come in with polos and we're shooting a ball. I want to wear button-ups. Like depending on if I'm shooting, like what we did, um, we did an event for the Avis car group, right? It was, it was a ball. It was an award ceremony, but it was a ball. We wanted to, we wanted to dress the part. So not these, but my long sleeve. I, I couldn't find my long sleeve. Uh, I got long sleeve in black and long sleeve in white. But these are like fall getting, you know, in Texas, it'd be 80 in the day and 50 at night. These are perfect. Um, last but not least, I have a fleece pullover, Right. You sometimes it's you know you 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 may start off hot and be cold. I got a long sleeve fleece pullover. This is my favorite thing to wear, uh, because it, you know it keeps me warm, and it's just dope. It's just dope. So I got these. Me and the team we rock them. And everything I've showed you, I got uh three smalls, three mediums, three larges, three XLs, and then three two Xs. That's you know for the team. So th again. It's great to have some variety um, so you can mix it up. Not saying you got to start off and jump into it that heavy. Uh, it's up to you. But, you know, pick one and and kind of rock with it. But depending on what it is, I may, you know, with, with, the, uh, with the button up, if I need to wear a tie with it, I can wear a tie. If I need to put a jacket over it, I can put a jacket over it with the button up. You know what I mean? So I can go as high as I need to go um, and as low as I need to go. Summertime, we do shorts. I let my team wear shorts. It's super hot. Um, but we do more of like black cargo shorts. Or if we do black tops, we wear gray cargo shorts. So I usually, whenever we have a job, I usually put out, when I put out the call sheet, I put out 
the 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 clothes to wear. What color scheme we going with? Gray or black? And those are the only two color schemes we got. We either gray or black. So, um, you know, depending on what it is, I'll put that out there. But it's good to have. I don't do no t-shirts. No t-shirts. Just you know, I know a lot of guys want to do t-shirts, but t-shirts to me they just look cheap. They're comfortable, but they look like loungewear. And we're here to do work. I don't want nobody to ever. You know what I'm saying? You see a guy with a T-shirt and he stare at his phone, you, you immediately feel like he ain't doing his job. You see a guy in a suit looking at his phone, you think that he is getting information for the job. It's just subconsciously, you just look at it and be like, okay, he got a button up on. He must be using his phone to get the itinerary or something. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it just the way it looks. It, we all know, you know, perception is reality. And that's one thing the army will tell you, if it, whatever, it ain't about what happened. It's about what it looked like happened. If I look at the situation and it looked like it, that's what you're going down for. So keep that in mind as you invest. Plus, when you invest in polyester and nylon shirts, they last a lot longer. They don't fade. I've had these shirts for at, everything I've shown you is at least eight years old, at least eight years old. I, I want to say before then, I want to say like 2014. I have not had to replace anything. I had, I got some shirts that I bought before that, that were like polyester. And I had a run in one cause it got caught on some equipment, but that's about it. And I really can cut it. You can't really see it. If it, if, you know, like a laundry from there's times where I'm slammed, man, we got four or five jobs a week and I'm just, you know what I'm saying? We're just going through different shirts, but I really don't ever get to that shirt. Like if I get to that shirt, it's a good week. I'm paid. It's a, it's a 50,000, $60,000 a week. I'm cool. So, but so I'm not complaining, but, um, switch it up a little bit. Go try to go with, um, a more higher end look and you ain't got to get 50 of them. Get, you know, if you're doing mostly two man crews, just get two men, get two of them and, but just get, go for more button down higher, the higher end look you get, the better you look. Um, and, and the more, you know, we talking about luxury, we talking about being reassuringly expensive. If if you come in there with t-shirts, it's just gonna look, it just look bad. You know what I'm saying? It just it looked like you drying cars at the car wash. And do I you, do you I normally what you say? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say, do you normally keep all the uh the uniforms after the shoot? Or do you since you got contractors, you know what I mean? Since it might be different people or whatever. So it depends. I have five go-to guys. Everybody okay. past that five, I'm getting them shirts back. I got five guys I can hit up right now and say, yo, I need you tomorrow. You, what's, what's on your calendar? And they, they gotcha. answer is gray or black. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, outside of that, I'm keeping them, but I keep them in my van. I got a box in my <laughs> van full of shirts that's clean. It's ready to go. I can just be like, yo, gotcha. yo, yo. You know what I'm saying? So that's just, that's what's worked best for me. Anytime we go outside of them five guys, five. I got more. Uh, Cause I mean, you know, if you paying somebody and they got a shirt and they don't return it, you can take the money out to pay. I've never mm -hmm. had to do that, but that's it back in my head. It's like that's my solution. If I don't get it back, but my five guys, I don't care. They they have more than paid for their shirt if they decide to keep it. So, but yeah. but you know, that's just a way you can do it. Um, John asks for a link to where I got the shirts. It's if you go to Flash Film Academy and you go under Ty's list, I actually just updated it with the Queensboro um, link under gear and service list. I think the first one is uniforms and swag. Cause you can also get swag and all that stuff from them too. So that you could, uh, you know, you can get lawn chairs and you can get whatever you want. I had, matter of fact, I got hoop shirts, right? 
I who I got uh like you know how you get the shirts with no sleeves they like um like a nylon type of setup I got hoop shirts with my logo because I'll be talking junk I'll be like I'm taking I'm going to work you know on the court so I I hoop in them and I just you know what I'm saying I got them so you know I just I just wanted to get them I ain't gonna lie there's no real uh purpose one time I will tell you this I was working with a client and I forgot where we were at I think we were in a we were filming for a butcher and it was super hot. So I had one of my hoop shirts under my polo because I had a gray polo. I had a black hoop shirt. And, you know, so I it, it got so hot, like I took the polo off. Like we, it was beyond hot. And the dude was like, damn, your undershirt got flash film media on it? I was like, yeah. He was like, y'all don't play no games. So that don't include, I got hats as well. Um, I got a beanie and I got, you know, baseball caps. That's just me. The team don't got them. I got them. Um, but, I mean, you know, think about it like this. Right. Think about it like this. People say, well, shirts cost and yada, yada, yada. This, this is what I want you to consider. I, my favorite brand that I like to wear is Ralph Lauren. It's just me. But I'd rather wear my brand over his brand. So if I'm going to buy clothes, I'd rather wear my brand over their brand. So when you go buy clothes, next time you go, you about to spend $100 on some pants, $50 on the shirt. Think like, man, look, I can get the same quality because really the quality you just paying for the logo. I can get the same quality with my logo on it. And I'd rather wear my logo than their logo. And that's just how I started collecting and adding. Like, I just started getting dope stuff with my logo on it. And people may be like, well, dang, you you know what I'm saying? You walk around with your logo all day. Yeah. Who logo you got on? Who are you marketing for? Who are you advertising for? Nike? How much they pay you to wear that? Oh, you pay them to wear that. Right. So... That's just how I looked at it. Like when I was in grind mode, if I had to buy clothes, I'm buying clothes with my logo on it. It just is what it is. So I mean that, you know, you gotta think about your brand that way. You gotta you gotta think about, you know, anything can happen. The news camera may be in your face one day and you got your logo, like anything can happen. And you wanna be ready. So I, I that's that's the mentality I started to adopt was I who logo am I gonna be in today? Theirs or mine. And plus, when I got up and I started putting on my gear, it, it put me in the work mode. Even when I didn't have clients, it was like, all right, we got a market there. We got to do, you know what I'm saying? I got a video coming out Monday that talks about creating your schedule. A lot of module three talks about how to create your schedule and how to, uh, like what you should be doing when you don't have clients. Um, so it's a video dropping Monday that's going to talk about it. But you know, the, you got to, when you get up and you put on your gear and you and you looking at your logo, brushing your teeth, it puts you in the mindset of of going to work. What am I doing today to to push my company, to grow my company? Like, what am I doing? Um, and that's just, you know, that's something that you got to think about. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh. Roger say printing t-shirts was his first love. I still do them for specific clients that I may have. Maybe I'll share this with the group later. Yeah, definitely put it in the community. But just, just make sure you guys are, I like embroidery shirts. They look high end. Remember, look, you can't charge, you can't charge a company two, five, ten thousand dollars and you look like two dollars. You ever, you ever buy a really nice watch? It almost feel like a majority of the money going to the case that it come in. They come in handcrafted wood cases with satin interior. You know what I'm saying? Like when you buy a good, a cheap watch come in plastic or or it just hang with the price tag. 
a really nice watch that costs tens of thousands come in a wood case that you gotta open you gotta open this up to open that up. like like go and look at some high-end packaging look at look at the keys for a ferrari Look at the keys for a Bentley. Like, look at high-end stuff. Like, every aspect of packaging looks high-end. They don't cut corners. It looks high-end. So you can't demand a high-end price, and you and you talking about rip the plastic off me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you in there looking like, like you in the dollar store. Look at, you know what I'm saying? So, so be mindful of that with every decision that you make about your brand because these are the things that subconsciously make people choke when they hear your price because they like what you looking like that and you asking for what nah you don't care enough about yourself to 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 create content for me on that level you can't do it for you and that also includes your video on your website your website how do your website look do it look cheap then how you gonna ask for a lot of money in your well you ain't you ain't investing in your website your your copy trash you know what I'm saying? Your your pictures are trash. Are you asking me for nah? You don't look like it. You don't look like it. That's the hardest pill to swallow. When I don't I don't come from deep pockets like that. I had to be around deep pockets to know what it is. And sometimes that's what we have to do. We, you know what I'm saying? You ever got somebody from the like I said I said this before? Go get somebody from the hood and tell them to dress up, and get somebody who come from money and tell them to dress up. Right. The person from the hood may have on more expensive stuff than the person who not from the hood, but it's tacky. It looks tacky to money. Money is going to go with a gray business suit with a white shirt and a red tie. This guy got on yellow and pinstripes and gator shoes and, you know, his his suit jacket come down to his knee. He got a chain hanging from his. You know, what I'm saying he just don't look like he belong. And often we build companies that look like that. And we don't know. We don't know any better. That's why it's always great to read books, learn and go around the audience you want to be in so you can learn what's what works in that audience. And and a lot of times we look cheap, but we want money and we don't get money because we don't look like we deserve it. So so work on that. Invest in that. And just think about the fact that all these restaurants that are successful invest millions in what they look like just so you can spend $40 on a meal because that, that the investment definitely pays off. So, you know, just things to consider. Um, I know we got some more hands up. Zachary, go for it, bro. I don't know if the hand was still up or it popped back up. You on mute. My, my bad, bro. bro I, I, my fault, man. I'm my fault. I'm listening to it. No, no, I'm I'm here. Uh I'm just in the background at this point, though. But I appreciate you. All right, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Let me make sure I, I hit the button to the hand can be. Creighton, you up next, bro. All right. Testing one, two. Y'all hear me? No. No, I'm messing with you. We hear you. Oh. <laughs> you, had me, you, you had me good. Dang it, Ty. Oh, my God. I, 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 and, and the worst part was, I saw, I, I saw on the other screen, I saw your mouth move. I'm like, dang it, here we go. Bluetooth problems. Uh, anyhow. Um, yeah, so let, let, let me start with, uh, uh, with, with, with a little bit of a win. Okay. Uh, so we had... Uh, 
we, we, we were out doing team pictures uh, the, the, the other night and I'm sitting there and it's like, all right, you know, we're, we're going to have, you know, all, all these different families out there seeing us for like the first time. Uh, and, you know, so I, I, I brought one of my guys and his job was just uh, so, so we, we were doing cheerleaders. So I, it's nice with like uh, the actual sport uh, with, with with the kids playing the actual sports because they wear jerseys with numbers. We don't have to. We're like, all right, we got number one, number two to get the name off the roster. Uh, then we end up um, with the uh, um, with the cheerleaders. They don't wear jersey numbers, so we have to stop and you know get someone to write the name. We take a picture of like a sheet of paper or whatever, and so uh, pay the guy. That was his entire job. Just get the names. So that sounds ridiculous because it is. Um, but it's something, you know, if, if you can't tell Kathy from Catherine, you got a problem. Um, and so w- w- uh, what I end up with is now I have, you know, now it's not just, oh, hey, it's just the guy who likes taking pictures. Now it's a crew. Uh, we had the same thing Saturday at a, at a, at a football game. Um, I had a total, it was me and three others. So four people, um, you want to talk about getting some attention from, from people who just thought that, Oh, it's, you know, the, the, the bald guy who likes the barbecue and he you know, has a really big camera and it was great. Uh, I, I, I got to hand off this giant eight pound lens to somebody else. And I, I just got to focus on other things. Uh, you know, I had all the content that, that, that we needed. And, you know, again, it's, it's all about that appearance. And so when you have, when you have that appearance, oh, Hey, it's not just a one, it's not just a one man band. And now you have four people working an event. It, it, you know, it starts opening up doors. Um, and in fact, uh, this stuff is opening up to, you know, like I, I was asking, Hey, you know, now I'm sitting there, it's like, Okay, now now one of the, the 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 people who wouldn't have considered, you know, my company before, now uh, we're we're going to sit down in the next few days and talk about getting their website and everything else right with their marketing. Uh, thus, my question is about uh, about being a consultant. Um, you know, and I'm sitting there, I was like, okay, how how should how can I build this? Let me ask Ty because Ty knows that Ty Ty does these things. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I appreciate your, your, your advice, man. I really do. I'm going to tell, um, tell you one other thing we, we did a kind of yeah. a situation you ran into. Um, recently we did, when I did a lot of headshots for Havity's, they had about 20 people. Um, and what we mm-hmm. do is we will have them. So I had a list of the names, so I knew who all was getting shots. We would have them sign in and then we would get a number and they would, the first picture mm-hmm. would always be with that number. Yep. Or you can do them in order, you know, Hey, first, second, third, fourth, but I would have them hold that number. Even if you do a piece of paper, first picture, I'm number three, click. Okay, let's go. And then I knew they signed in exactly. at three. So that's just, this is some simple, uh, just simple stuff we, oh, yeah. we've done to kind of yeah. get it popping. No, no. Hey, I mean, and, and that's completely valid. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the problem that I run into is like when I'm dealing with like kindergartners, mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, my name is Timmy. Yeah, you know, it's or, like, and that you have no idea what they wrote. If I got a list of their name, I'll give them a number and put the number near their name, so that way they ain't got to. I ain't got to deal with the handwriting. So nice. the, the reason we had them sign in was because we quoted them a certain amount of people, 
and they were and they were like, we may have a few extra. Okay, let me get their name and put them on a list. But but I would say, okay, Timmy, you Timmy, you Timmy Turner, yeah. Okay, put a fifteen next to him. All right, Timmy, go take a picture. Hold up the fifteen. Boom, let's go. And I, you know, that was just just an easier way to uh to do it. You can go to like um not Party Central, but like Hobby Lobby or Mike Michaels or something, and they'll have a bunch mm-hmm. of like number uh plastic number things that are kind of like you know what I'm saying. Just numbers that they can hold up, and you can just keep a stack of them. If if oh, I'm just saying from Whataburger, that too. I mean, if you can get away with all of them, you got to get a stack. <laughs> I think they sell those too because people try to keep. Them. They actually do. If you go online, you, you, you buy, buy them. them. Yeah, I was like, I think they sell them. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's that's definitely. That's, a good, I mean, good especially idea. down here in Texas, so yeah. yeah, just make it a little bit more fun. Yeah, that would be dope. I would get some with my brand on it though. So Whataburger style, but just my company. That'd be dope. But then people may try yeah, to that steal would them. be cool. That would be cool. Well, and and you actually want them to steal at that point. Well, yeah, it's a business card. It's, it's, I yeah, guess exactly. unless you pay top dollar for them. But yeah, I th- yeah. I think that's a, yeah. Um. Yeah. So so that, that there's uh ah that 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 there's like the wins. Um. You know, it's just really exciting. Then then I just uh, moving forward with some of the stuff that I mentioned last week that you know I can't really. Can't really go all into, so you know it is what it is. But you know, I, just, just deciding on all fronts. Yeah. So. The goal is to keep it moving, keep it moving, mm-hmm. moving forward, and grow it. That's where it's at. Oh yeah. That that and and I and I had to do the quarterly sales tax. Uh, uh, so uh, everybody down here in Texas, if you're doing photography or video, hey, you got to do your sales tax from Texas. You sure do. Um, other states I can't speak to, but uh made a lot more this last quarter than i expected i just had you know like I had to go add it up and all of a sudden i was like oh okay uh that's a good problem <laughs> swipe fixed <laughs> and that's why you got to get a good bookkeeper in fact i have met a company i gotta look the company up there's a company that is starting to specialize in bookkeeping for content creators most importantly like youtubers but still content creators in general Mm-hmm. Um, they, I gotta, I gotta look them up. I gotta look them up. They gave me something at Vid Summit. They gave me the card. I've been meaning to look them up. Actually, I got an appointment with them coming up. I pushed it off like twice, but I, it's coming up. So, can, can, can you put it in the chat? I will find but it since you I haven't really f- checked them out yet. Yeah, I gotta find the card. They gave me the card. It's, I put it up somewhere. I'll find it. I'll find it, and I will definitely put it in the community. Um, All right. because they, they, you know, they were like, who do you currently have? I told them who I had and they were like, look, we can do X, Y, and Z. Um, and you know, we, we work with nothing but content creators and things like that. So. Nice. Nice. That, 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 that would be, uh, really good. Yeah. Especially, especially when it comes time for, for all the federal taxes. And then, uh, you know, I, I look forward to the pain of, of uh, having to uh, estimate the taxes that, that that we'll have to pay, I look forward to that problem. So, what the heck? Not quite there yet. Um. So the company I use now uh, is Bark, not Bark. Uh, damn, what is the name of my company? Hold on. Yeah, it does start with a B. I, I was yeah, trying yeah. to think of it too. It's uh, it's Bridge. Is it Bridge? Nah. I can tell you in two seconds. They what they do is they charge me monthly. Bench. That's what that is. Bench. bench. Yeah. Bench is the name. I was about to look through my email. It's bench. So bench is pricey. 
They do good work. They file taxes. They do everything. You don't have to worry about nothing. That's the I, you said it and forget it. You don't mm-hmm. have to worry about nothing. But do, do they the hold on? Do they handle the sales tax in in, yes. in the states though? Yes, they do state and federal. They do everything. They file okay. it. They file it locally. They do everything. You got to pay extra for the service. It is depending on the thing is this. This is the tricky thing, right? They charge you based on how many accounts you have. Right. And right. I, I have like five accounts because I have some for payroll. I got an account for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I got five different accounts. We got a savings account with the company. So the price goes up. Um, And it's kind of like, I think, I think last, I got to check. I think the last time it was like $200 a month plus another $60 per account. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, a link and, uh, I have a link on the uh, same page that has the uh, the uh, uniforms that talks about it. So let me see. Let me see what their prices are now. I know I got locked in. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. To Bench Accounting, Bench.co is the website. Um, get your first month of books free for two ninety nine. Let me see if I can. Uh, I don't think they have pricing on the website. They may not. Oh, here we go. Pricing. Okay, let me let's talk about it. Two two forty nine a month. Uh, for essential premium is three ninety nine a month. It's a lot cheaper if you pay annually, which is a big. You know, it's like six thousand a year. But you don't have to worry. Yeah, about now, if it's monthly, it's three hundred and five hundred. I'm looking at the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, monthly. I looked at. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yep. It's it's pricey. It's pricey when you're just getting started. Um, it, it I don't think it's the the uh-huh. smart route to go immediately, I but I think that over time it is level two, level three, um, for bookkeeping. Um, what you guys? If it, you know, if if you're doing a hundred thousand a year, it's not a problem. Yeah, that's the drawing you're working on. Oh, I still hear you, Creighton. If if you're doing a hundred. Okay. If you're doing a hundred thousand a year, it's, it's perfect. Uh, but you know, so. if you're doing less than that, you may want to consider it. But you know, you never know. You know, I they do both my businesses, so they're doing Flash Home Media and Flash Home Academy, so it works. Um, it works. So, um, just something to think about. Again, that's I wouldn't start there. There are cheaper places. I think I went with Bookkeeping.com. There are some cheaper places, um, but this is an option when you get there. Uh, $300 a month is a lot, but you know, it's not a lot after a certain amount. And this is the thing, guys, I want to tell you this, this is something that is huge, right? You, you, when you go in business and you start making money, there's a lot of cost involved with running a business. It ain't going to be, you pay, you know, you get a thousand dollar job and you go put the money in your pocket. Like there are tons of services that I use currently from Proposify to Bench to, you know, Stripe payments and paying extra on Stripe to do all it's you're gonna have services, right? This is a service that you're using now to go membership to help grow your business. So don't think that be, you know, this is what they mean when they say more money, more problems, but it ain't a bad thing. But there are services I've had a service that an AI chat bot that was $400 a month to help get more sales to talk to people when they messaging me at two o'clock in the morning about a video, so I ain't got to do it. So there are services that are that cost money. Let's just be real. You're not going to go into this and be successful, especially as a one man band, 
without these services. You're either going to have to pay people to do it or you're going to have to have a service to do it. Services are usually cheaper. Go find me a bookkeeper that you can bring on that's going to do everything for $200 a month, $300 a month, $500 a month. You're not. You're going to spend about $3,000 a month if you go get a bookkeeper that's full-time or part-time to manage your stuff. $1,500 a month for part-time to manage your stuff. So this is actually a deal uh, compared to what it would normally cost, um, you know, to, to do something like this. So keep that in mind. This seems high, but I promise you it's not as high as you think. Um, that's why it's so important for us to understand how profitable we should be. And if you're doing a job when you're coming home with $500, you know, I, and a, that's not enough profit to stay in business. That's why you got to make the profit so that you can pay for the services and still have money left over. It just costs. It just costs. There's no way. You can't have a car without car insurance. It just costs. You know, if you never bought a car, you're not thinking about that. You're not thinking about maintenance and oil changes and gas. You just think about the car note. Your first car, you just thought about the car note. Yeah, I can afford $500 a month, but can you afford another $300 for insurance, another $200 for gas, another, you know, the toll fees or whatever? You got to think about all of that. And business has a, a lot of services. And the pros, let me tell you the cons. The cons is the services cost money. Okay, that's that's the only con. The pros is a lot of these services are a lot cheaper than they used to be, and they allow you to be a more successful one-man band and keep more of your profit. That's how you got to look at it compared to what it was 20 years ago. 20 years ago, like I said, bookkeeping is $1,500 a month, period. What you pay for your Squarespace web hosting was $600 a month. In fact, I was working for AT&T. We were selling companies web hosting for $2,500 a month, and it was tacked onto your phone bill. So, you know, oh, I forgot. It's doing all kinds of stuff. I didn't even know that. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's rough in the beginning, but know that it's worth it. You just got to, uh, watch how I lay this on y'all. You just got to weather the storm. You know what I'm saying? And if you can weather the storm, you good. You'll make it. <laughs> so, so, oh. I'll go ahead. I'll go for it. I was I was about to take a shot. All right, at, uh, so Marcus Jets, but go ahead. The, the, the <laughs> other thing that, that I was going to add was uh, that, that this uh, that, this potential client that I'm that, that I'm going to go meet with with uh, the consulting stuff. He, uh, you know, I, I looked at his website and I was like, uh, just kind of flabbergasted a little bit. It, it didn't look bad. You know, it could have looked a lot better. Um, but uh, he explained he had been through five marketing companies, yeah. uh, and they all did the things that 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 you warn about, Ty. And you know where where they uh, went and got the domain, and, and they kept it, you know, to try and trap the customer. Uh, and every single one of them, hold on, big surprise, uh, you know, they they kind of had the same problem that Fasty's Garage had, you know, and and. Uh, with you know now there's these companies and they're good at like you know uh, get, getting likes sold or whatever and but the problem is is it wasn't actually bringing any business into the company um and five different companies he told me and so right now his website uh, so so he uh, he owns the domain that, that he sent me to, uh, to to look at it but then that forwards you back to a Google Sites website. Wow. And I'm like, wow. 
because you know he 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 doesn't really know how you know like I like the way he put it. He he's a he's a blue collar worker who's come up created his own business and it's a blue collar kind of business, which makes perfect sense. You know, I'm sitting there and it's like, all right, you know, it's like, you know, he need he needs a little bit of help, but I I, I don't feel like I'm in the position to go through and uh, uh, do a, a you know just take him on completely as a client. So that that that's why I'm looking at uh, doing the consulting because I feel like the consulting is going to be a uh, I feel like that's going to be a better fit. That way, there I can help him out, make some money, and get him pointed in a better direction. You know what so. you. Sp- you kind of sparked the idea. Uh, listen, if you guys are this that great idea, uh, you just go offer, ahead. Offer free consultant for clients video, a homepage video, right? So, uh, so maybe create a landing page where you offer free. We're gonna we're gonna take a look at your video for your website, and we're going to evaluate it and give you feedback on it for free. This will bring you people who are scratching their head thinking they need a video all day and night. This And if you market that, what we do is we evaluate. Don't even talk about your video production. Company. Well, don't talk about that. What we do is we evaluate company, company's homepage video to test the effectiveness. Come up with a scale of one to 50, whatever, and rate the video based off that scale. And then offer solutions. Offer solutions to improve it. We are the solution to improve it. That's a marketing strategy for you right there that will only attract people who are considering getting a new video for their website. That's that right there is worth is worth your gold membership. If you if you you know what I'm saying, because now whatever your niche is, it don't have to be just that. If your niche is training videos for dentists, like we talked about last week, offer a service where you evaluate training videos, uh, you evaluate their effectiveness. Based off your hundred point system of whatever, you may come across something that's really good. That's like, hey, this is this is top notch. You may want to stick with this. You're gonna come across some that have room for improvement, and then you can offer that room for improvement. That is a very popular marketing strategy that a lot of companies use to bring you in. Let me give you an example of a company that's really doing this right now. Quick, quick and loans. They got a uh they got uh, app called what is it called rocket something to evaluate all of your subscriptions It look at your bank account and it determine all of the subscriptions you have and then it'll cancel those subscriptions for you it'll say hey you're spending 200 a month on subscriptions netflix this that and the other really what that what that um software is doing for free is monitoring your ability to purchase a home it'll pre-approve you for a home loan based rocket money he said you have it but it'll pre-approve you for a home loan based off your bank account based off them saying okay we know you're depositing this amount of money per month you've been doing it consistently we see the debt that's coming out so we know your income to debt ratio we got your social security number we got your we got your uh your your credit history we can either a pre-approve you for a home loan or sell this information to somebody else who can who can pre-approve you for whatever based off your credit history, and it's a free app. And all they do is pre they get people information to pre-qualify people. So this is and you're the customer three ways there, right? Right. It's a brilliant <laughs> idea. It's a brilliant backdoor into your life. That's what a lot mm-hmm. of these credit karma. All they the goal is to sell you credit cards. 
The goal is to, and the credit card companies love it because they know what your situation is before they, because it costs them money to run your credit. If you don't think about it, maybe pennies. It costs them money to evaluate your credit. It ain't a lot, but I would much rather spend $3 to do a credit check on somebody I know have an 800 credit score than somebody I know don't. So just these companies are using other tactics to creep into your life and pre-approve you without your, your knowledge so that they can sell you something. So do the same for your company. Offer offer some type of plenty of of service companies offer free estimates. It's the same thing. You're offering a free estimate. You know, tree trimming. We'll come out and give you a free estimate. Well, all it's doing is giving me the opportunity to be in front of somebody I know have a problem that I can solve. I know where you are in the customer buying process. And anybody who watched module three, I talk about understanding where your clients are and the customer buying process and changing your questions and your approach based off where they are, this will allow you to cap to catch them earlier in the buying process. So think of like, take that nugget and think about your niche and how you can use that, that information to attract. And that's what you market with market that don't market the fact that you shoot video. Who cares? Market the fact mm-hmm. that you offer a free um, evaluation of homepage videos, a free evaluation of testimonials in this niche. That's what you market. And then you get that list. And now you have a list of potential clients you can go after. Because obviously they need what you're offering. Some of them don't know it yet. Your evaluation may show them how bad they need it. Your evaluation may say, dog, you need to do this yesterday. You know, it's like taking your car into a shop. And they say, man, you got two boats holding this together. You need to get this fixed yesterday. You would have just been riding down the street, not thinking, but now you know the severity of this situation. So use that information to, you know, as a, as a, as a marketing strategy. I know uh, Marcus K had his hand up for a minute. Go for it, bro. Oh, it's all good. Appreciate it. Um, so, uh, so, you know, I'm putting together a lot of the processes and, and, you know, procedures and stuff, but do you have a software that you recommend as far as keeping all that organized, like all of your processes and, you know, all that kind of stuff? HoneyBook. Oh, you, oh, okay. HoneyBook for sure. Okay. Honey, HoneyBook allow you to add, HoneyBook is, is A to Z. HoneyBook is everything from when they submit, a, you can put the form on your website. HoneyBook allows a client to enter their information and you never have to enter it again because the client already entered it. And whatever information you add just goes along the process. You're never re-entering it. You're never saying, okay, well, the name, you know what I'm saying? Like HoneyBook is the whole thing. Even HoneyBook is so dope. When you finish the client and you close it, it'll <laughs> notify you when they birthday. It'll notify you. You know, you could set it up to say, send them a 90 day follow up, send them a one year follow up, send them a and HoneyBook will do everything like that. You, HoneyBook will remind you, you got clients you need to call. So HoneyBook is HoneyBook is yeah. for what we do. Okay. Okay. Would you set that up? If I'm in the stage of actually getting the beta client now, would you wait until after I've gotten my product finalized with the beta or go ahead and set up HoneyBook now and get it because rolling? I'm going to tell you why I would do it now. Because your your beta client gets to walk through that process and tell you if it's hot or not. Because remember, we, it's not just about the product. It's about our process, our systems and processes. You can have right. the best product in the world, but clients like, man, I got to go through all this to get it. I'm straight. I don't want to have to enter this and enter that and go, I don't want to fill out four questionnaires. Can we just talk? And you'll know like, okay, maybe I'm asking too many questions. 
Maybe I got, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Maybe I, you get, the, you could be in, like, I've been in niches where it was older people that weren't computer people like that. They can call you or send you the initial email, but when they had to get a follow-up questionnaire in the email, it was lost every time. Like they just didn't, they, they didn't want to jump through a lot of digital hoops depending yeah. on what your niche is. But, but having this set up before I go to a beta client allows me to walk through the process with the beta client and understand, am I, am I doing too much here or should I be asking more questions? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I would definitely do it before because you're going to realize that you're missing steps because you're going to get halfway through the product and you're like, damn, I should have asked. I should know this and I don't. So where in my process can I get this information? I should have got it before we did the proposal or I should have got it after they confirmed. It'll allow you to develop that system um, you know, so you can, your, your process can go right through it. It'll make life a whole lot easier. Uh, Cause you don't want to, you, you don't want to have something polished and nice and it's not selling and you, and you're getting people, but they not going through the whole, because it's a, it's a, it's a terrible process. You want to make it as easy as possible for people to spend money with you. That's why we got Amazon Alexis. That's why there's buy now buttons. That's why you can Apple pay. Like everybody's trying to make it so easy for you to part with money. They want more credit than cash. Cause you don't see credit. You, you know, when you're not as smaller and you're looking at it, like I need to chill. When you swipe a card, you don't think about it. You got to log into the app to see where your money at. So they're trying to make, everything is about a easier self checkouts. You don't want to wait in line, check yourself out. Everything is about easier transact transactions, making everything transactional um, easier. And you want to do the same, but to test that, you have to have a beta client uh, because you may have a product that you think is dope and they may say, yeah, it's just not worth going out through all this for it. And I'll tell you, I need to either add more value to what I'm selling or I need to come up with a better process to get the client through or a better system to get the client through. And those are things that are just as important as the product when it comes to working with clients. If that, if that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. My, my phone died, man. So I had to, had to jump on my computer, but oh, it's all good. I caught the tail end of, of, of what you said though. Yeah. So, and like I said, it's just, it's just about making the process easier. Uh, and you want to test that process with your client. You want your client to go through the, and say, yes, that I feel like they're asking the right questions during the process. Yes. I don't feel like it's too much stuff or, Hey, mm. There's some questions that I wish it would have asked me. Like what, beta client? Well, when do I need it? Blah, blah. What format do I need it in? Do I want it on Instagram? Like there are things that your client, your beta client may say is missing through the process. And you wanna, you wanna, you wanna cement these things in your sales process so that moving forward, everybody gets the same, get these answers and you're not missing stuff. So a great example of this is the reason McDonald's went to kiosks over people is because people forget the ads. Do you want an apple pie? The kiosk never forgets, right? Mm-hmm. They they notice that, you know, I'm just making up numbers, but hypothetically 30% of ca- uh, people at the register ask, do they want to supersize it? Do they want an apple pie? Right. And, and they felt like they missed $10 million last year worth of apple pies, but the kiosk ask everybody, and because of that, apple pie sales and supersized sales are up 80%, hypothetically. It can be 2%. That's still $10, billion, $10 million in, in McDonald's money. But because we got a kiosk that asks everybody, 
it's way more efficient than a person who may be texting or doing whatever. They slip their mind. They get cussed out by this customer. They don't got time to ask this customer, do they want to supersize it? So you want your process with your HoneyBook to have all the steps because there may be upsell opportunities that you can implement in your HoneyBook that you may just forget to, you know what I'm saying? You may just forget that they may be like, oh, y'all do this? I can get a teleprompter? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just hypothetically, but but there, mm-hmm. you know, I, I definitely say build out the HoneyBook um, before you even talk about a product, right? Before you even say this is the, pro- let's start working on a product, go to your beta client and say, I need you to go to my website, fill out the form, and I need you to go through the complete process. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Appreciate it. Oh, anytime, anytime. You know, those are, the process is just as important as the product. Keep And, and, and that's something that, Again, when we talk about photographers, videographers, starving artists, we, they never think about the process. They always think about the product. They think about, I can get you pretty pictures, but what people enjoy more is the process, right? People enjoy when I do photo shoots, we bring music, we add their playlists. They enjoy that just as much as they do the product, but a lot of people have, you know, they have a good time depending on what type of shoot it is. Um, as I'm doing events and I'm sending the event coordinator pictures from the event while we're at the event, those are things that they remember. And they're like, dog, this guy sent me a picture of the presenter while the presenter was still on stage. We went straight to Instagram with it. We sent out a company email right there from the event with pictures. Like, I'll never forget that because nobody's never done it. Like things like that, just, they make your customer go, go crazy. Um, so I'm always looking for ways to, you know, to do that. Um, I'm 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 liking these new effects, so I'm always looking for ways to do that. You feel me? So you know, just something to think about, something to add to your repertoire. Little things, people. It's all about little things, right? We got to learn the little things, and as you learn the little things, you start adding the stuff on. You start adding and adding, adding. Things grow, things take off, and uh, you know, you look up and you're doing ten, twenty thousand dollar deals four times a month. You start getting new problems, like what to do with the money. That's 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 a good problem to have. Um, but it's a scary problem to have because you feel like, man, I want to make this amount of money every month. I don't want to blow this on something, you know, I don't want to blow it eating steaks all month. And then next month, I don't know how to get back here. Because once you get used to that lifestyle, living a good life, as Kanye say, you're going you're gonna to want to stay there. You ain't going to want to. You know, you ain't gonna want it to be like payday. You know how it is on payday. You balling, everything is. You swiping the car, and then the, the two days before the next payday, you back to Raymond Noodles. You don't want that up and down. You want to live a good life. So, with that being said, so how do we do that, Ty? You do that by grinding. You get a ski mask and a pistol, and you go stand by the ATM. This is not the Lions Field. Where we have blue ski masks and look blue, awesome. That's right. Blue ski masks and we bite kneecaps. So I seen that uh, somehow the referees allowed y'all to steal a game last week. And it's cool, Jet fans. You know, it's cool. Um, You know, I just, you know, I, I was like, he going to be a happy camper this week. We beat the best team in the league, so. Nah, y'all ain't played us. Y'all beat, the, y'all beat Philly, but y'all ain't played us yet. So. Yeah, they were the. They were past tense best league. Oh yeah, okay. best in the league. Yeah, okay, well, I give you that. Make room for you. Thank you. I give you that. It's the blue. I give you that. I definitely give you that. You know, I, I can go there, and that's about it. 
Nothing wrong. But I ain't worrying. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I'm about to I'm about to hand it off to you. Anybody got any last questions for I slide? I'm gonna hand it off to you so y'all can do the late, late, late show. I'll be popping back in, seeing some faces I ain't seen in a minute for the late, late, late show. The Mr. The Mr. Marcus show. Why the background ain't green, man? Why the green background? Roger, you can go to the community um, and you'll be able to look in there and see those for the replay. Oh, yeah. Last week, yeah. It's 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 a little behind. It'll be uh I, what I'll do is I will shoot it'll be up you'll see it tonight if it ain't there now you'll see it tonight trust me yeah it ain't it ain't it ain't you it's me it ain't you it's me roger uh you'll see it in about 20 30 minutes now i will say the late show is not gonna be on long tonight because i'm not feeling well um we ain't gonna be out until like nine o'clock arizona time just letting y'all know you gotta go to the strip club on deck before right the, now before Sprite. The, uh, before the chicken wing special end. hey i had chicken wings earlier this week my daughter was pissed you and then she brought all the sickness back because oh. she she was we put her to work right so we hire our daughter out in one of our businesses and hey come on i'm telling you tax breaks okay it just didn't the way come you on. said it it was the way you said it but go ahead i'm gonna let you finish you say don't even start with yeah me. that don't sound right the way you said yeah, it's the way you said it <laughs> Had her working um, in the, over at our Airbnb, um, cleaning that up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so in that, right, she wasn't feeling well. So then she bring all this sickness and crap and up into the house. And now I got congestion all the way up into Uh-oh. my inner brain. You need one of them tests. Um, in your inner brain up in here? That's where they put the... They said they put the yeah. 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 It's not good. However, comma. Um, that night, my wife made some chicken wings, some buffalo chicken wings, and they were on point. And I wasn't super hungry, but after eating a few, no, so no appetite. You filling it up in here? That's two out of three. Go ahead, I'm let you finish. Did you taste it? Did they taste like buffalo wings? Oh, I wasn't sick at that point. I didn't oh. have all this. I just got oh. this today. Because I'm saying no taste. That's the strike three. But go hey, ahead. no. No, but uh, so I ate a little bit of them. And then I was like, what is Allie hungry? Right. That's my daughter's name. And she's like, no, she ain't hungry. I'm like, oh, <laughs> all of these wings are about to be in this stomach. And then so my daughter's been giving me hell for the last two days because she she wanted some spicy buffalo wings. But then, you know, the, the best and worst purchase I ever made was a deep fryer. Oh, my God. You talking about the best wings ever? Don't buy a deep fryer. You're gonna be fat. Let's just. I got an air oven. No, I got a. I got an air fryer. I got an air. No, fryer. no, no. I don't have an air fryer. I have an air oven. That sounds even dope. But a deep fryer is the deep fryer is is you might as well just don't do it. Ninja XL don't air do oven. I got the deep fryer is just it will make you'll be fat just looking at the box. You gotta get you a little Teflon or something like that with some oil in it. Something got you gotta actually. I got the oil. Yeah, you dropping in. I'm talking about fry everything. Yeah. I got the deep fryer. You got two gallons of, of oil. We dropping. Don't even do it. Let me get off here. That ain't the business, Chief. Nope. Let me let me get off here because I'm showing my I'm showing my stomach. I can't be out here. You know what I'm saying? It's getting cold though, so we good. Chubby Chubby Fella seasons in. Let me let me officially announce Chubby Fella season season for before I leave. It is now. If the if the temperature is below seventy degrees, it is now Chubby Guy season. 
All you skinny guys, go on somewhere. It's chubby guy season. Hide your, hide your girl. Because big fellas, they, they want something warm to lay on. And they want to cuddle up up under your arm and keep that heat. All y'all skinny guys don't say nothing. We ain't talking to you. We talking about everybody with a thank you, DNC. Everybody, we out here. You know what I'm saying? Hoodies and 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 uh jogging pants. You know what I'm saying? Better hide your girl. Cause she oh gonna, my goodness. She gonna be cold, but not with me. <laughs> she gonna be warm when she get with me. I'm smelling like baby oil and coconut butter and shea butter. She gonna be warm. You know what I'm saying? So just hide, just hide. You better hide her. Okay? I'm going to take her to the state fair. We're going to get fried everything. And then I'm going to snuggle with her. Knock her out. I knock her, I, I knock her out. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Is that your quiet storm voice? It's my quiet storm. Welcome to the quiet storm. <laughs> Where the big fellas will take your girl. In the fall time, I knock her out. I'm showing up with my my gray sweats and my Timberlands, and then, so it's game over. So I just want to put that out there, y'all skinny fellas. Y'all got the summer. I'm gonna let y'all have that. Walk around here with wife beaters on, glistening. It's big boy time. We ain't listening to nothing but Biggie, Rick Ross, Fat Joe, Big Pun. Who else? LL uh, Cool J. Not, heck no. Nah. Uh, we listening to Eight Ball without MJG. What uh, in the world? With nothing but big fellas. Luther Vandross, big Luther, not skinny Luther. Oh, yeah. Gerald Levert. Gerald Levert. E-40. Robin Studder. E-40. Ruben Studder. That's right. So I just want to say, it's big fella season. Bring your hoodies out, fellas. Bone crusher. <laughs> My cousin said, you look like bone crusher with all that hair. I said, I'll knock you out. Uh, So, yeah. Mm. So that's, you know what I'm saying? So we, I just want to put that out there officially on the podcast and on here. It's officially Big Fella season, wherever you at. And they brought back the McRib because it's Big Fella season. So No, that's just your bad daddy coming around once a year. That's true. That's true. They killed that's me with this right. McRib. Mc, pay attention to the marketing for the McRib. They smart. Limited time only all the time. He ain't never here. They, they get me with that. I ain't had a McRib really since the 80s, and I don't plan on getting one. But anyway, with that being said, I'm going to slide it off. To the main man with the master plan, with a with a uh with a team that got a dream to have a great quarterback, but he got hurt. So you know they're gonna go eight and eight. Hey, that's why we got a team, and that's tonight's conversation. Is tonight is I got a subject to talk about tonight. I hope it's don't use the Jets as a reference, but oh no, absolutely not. <laughs> nah. Anyway, y'all be safe, man. Um, again. We, we we going back to Wham and not Wham. I'm talking about Wham. That's Mopar event. We're going back to NAB in April in Vegas. Be ready, y'all. I'm telling y'all in advance. I'm gonna start telling y'all every week. Monday, I got a crazy good video dropping. It's scary good. Um, it's gonna be really good. It's dropping Monday. So I just want to tell y'all that. Big shout out to uh to to Rodney and Val. Make sure y'all get proof of life before he get out of here, cause it's been a while. So uh yeah. Anyway, be safe. I'll see y'all in the next video. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.